Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Today for this episode, I wanted to touch on something that I myself just recently learned about from a TikTok video I made actually that went viral. And I'll show it to you here and then I'll explain. This video was just supposed to be a kind of silly commentary on how most of us don't receive any form of financial education and then we're just sort of supposed to know this stuff as soon as we step out into the adult world on our own. It's one of those things that we're expected to teach ourselves and I don't get why. I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't see much value in the video itself actually, so I barely even posted it because I didn't feel like it taught any specific financial content. So I almost didn't post the video, but I had a day when I didn't have anything else to post. So I hit post on it and it turns out that it struck a chord with a lot of people, but it also exposed me to a completely different point of view on talking about finances with your parents. Now, of course, lots of people agreed with the video that they were shut down at home anytime they tried to ask about money and subsequently didn't really have the opportunity to learn about their finances. But then there was a whole other group of people who are commenting that their parents talked way too much about money and they fixated on their fears and their debts and overspending and talked about lack of income and things like this to their kids so that those kids now in turn feel a crippling anxiety around money that they feel they wouldn't have if their parents hadn't burdened them with this information. So I thought for today's episode, it would be helpful to talk about how to work on overcoming your financial anxieties. Whether you feel them from not learning enough about your finances to learning too much fear-based messaging around finances, I did a lot of research over the last little while and it turns out that the top three recommended techniques for dealing with financial anxiety are almost always the same, no matter what source your anxieties are coming from. So if you feel a sense of fear or worry or distrust every time you think about your financial situation, stick around for three methods to start tackling your financial anxiety head on and taking back your power over your money. To start with, I want to express that financial anxiety is a completely normal feeling to have. And I think that basically every single person will feel some form of this over the course of their lives but it's not something that you need to be living with day in and day out, all day, every day. That sounds exhausting. So if this feels like you, no matter where your financial fears are coming from, there are ways that you can work on addressing them and dealing with them. So jumping straight on in, tip number one to reduce your financial anxiety is to set aside regular times to look at your finances. Chances are you currently look at your finances more often when you're feeling stressed about something, whether that's checking to see if you have enough money in your spending account to buy something, if you've maxed out your visa card, if you're worried about how a stock market correction has affected your portfolio and your accounts, things like that. If you're only looking at your financial situation when you're forced to due to some financial stressor, then you're going to be reinforcing this feeling of anxiety every time you have to look at, talk about, or make decisions around your money. 
So it turns out the best way to change this damaging habit actually lines up with one of the first steps of basic financial management that I always teach, which is to set aside time in your calendar to regularly review your finances. Choose a time that works for you when you can take the necessary amount of time and review everything calmly and logically. I recommend reviewing your finances at least once a month. I do mine once a month or more often if you need to. The key here is to schedule that time in for yourself. That time is sacred and that time should be calm and collected. So try not to make it coincide with something like the last day of your payday cycle when you consistently feel low on funds or anything like that. When you review your finances, there are some basic steps that you wanna take. If you wanna learn this in more detail, then make sure you go and check out episode number 20 all about how to manage your finances monthly in seven easy steps. I'll link that for you in the description for this episode. To give you a quick recap of that episode though, the basic things that you wanna take care of are making sure that the money you are expecting to be paid has in fact all made its way into your bank account. You also wanna track your spending and expenses that month to make sure that you're on track. You wanna review your credit card and bank statements to make sure there are no accidental or double charges on there. You wanna pay your credit card bills off and pay any other bills and expenses like rent or mortgage payments that you need to make each month. Finally, if you have automatic transfers set up, just take a look to make sure that those are all still working properly. Creating the habit of consciously reviewing your finances with the mindset of being proactive and can do about it will do wonders to improve how you feel when you think about your money. It's also gonna start to help make your money make more sense to you, which is where a lot of people's fears stem from. The first time you review your finances like this, it'll probably still feel scary. Maybe you'll discover some things that you'd rather not know about and you've been sticking your head in the sand. But after a few months of actively practicing this, you'll start to get a good understanding of your income to expense ratio, meaning how much you make and most importantly, how much you spend. And from there, it's all of a sudden in your power to make conscious spending decisions, which will also help to reduce your fear around money because you know exactly what you should be spending and exactly how much you have to spend on different items and areas of your life. If you've been around here before, you know that it's my personal mission to make sure that everyone has an emergency savings account that will protect you when life doesn't go as planned. And where should you keep your emergency fund? In what's called a HESA, a high interest savings account. Now to save you time, I've already gone ahead and done the research and I'm keeping it up to date to find you the best high interest savings accounts today. To open your own, just go to www.howtoadultschool.com resources and click the button to open an account where you can not only safely keep your emergency fund, but also get paid the best interest rates on the market so your account earns you even more money while you're sleeping. Again, that link is at www.howtoadultschool.com resources. Tip number two to reducing your financial anxiety is to work on improving your relationship with money. And I'm talking money mindset stuff. This is one of the few times you'll actually see me talk about and preach money mindset. Because there are times when it's valuable to work on improving your money mindset, I just feel like it really needs to be made clear that money mindset work can help you, but you 
absolutely need to pair it with learning financial management skills and be diligent about your finances. You can't just get better at money by making a vision board and repeating mantras to yourself that will not make you rich. But if you're experiencing financial anxiety, that is rooted somewhere in your psyche and there are things that you can do to address that and to do the work to change your mindset around it. Maybe your fears are based on not knowing enough and feeling out of control. Maybe they stem from a sense of lack instilled in you in your childhood. Maybe money always means fighting with your partner so it makes you anxious. Whatever it is, doing money mindset work will help. Now, there are loads of people teaching money mindset out there. I would advise being careful about who you work with if you want to go this route and to stay away from anyone who promises results without talking about how you can learn to actually handle and manage money. If you're just looking to dip your toes in the water here, then there are a lot of really great books on this topic as well. I've read a number of them as research basically, and my favorite one so far is called You Are a Badass and Making Money by Jen Sincero. I'll link that book also in the description in case you wanna check it out and maybe pick up a copy. You can most likely start just by learning this stuff yourself through a book, and if you're still having trouble and if you feel like you need more advice on it, then you can source out a real and personal educator or counselor on the topic. And this is one of those things where you're just going to have to do the work, even if it's, even if it seems a little woo-woo to you, which, hey, me too, to be honest, but committing to getting a better understanding of why you feel the way you do and knowing how you can work on fixing that feeling is going to help you move slowly out of that cycle of financial anxiety. After that, tip number three to reduce financial anxiety is to create an emergency fund, also known as an FU fund, a cash cushion, a buffer, whatever you want to call it. Creating an emergency fund for yourself will start to help you feel more secure in your finances, no matter where your anxiety is coming from. If you want to learn more about how to create an emergency fund, you can find way more information on things like how you can start one, where you should keep one, how you should save for one, how much you should keep in yours, all those sorts of things in a number of episodes that I've already produced, which again, I will link for you down in the description for this episode. To give you just a quick overview though, an emergency fund is a financial safety net that you can create for yourself in the form of a set amount of liquid cash, that part's key, liquid cash, that you keep available to yourself in a separate bank account that you can access, but not be tempted by on a daily basis. Having an emergency fund is one of the best ways to reshape your relationship with money because it helps you get out of that mode of fear and lack and creates a level of freedom and autonomy for you individually so that you're never stuck in a situation because of money. Getting yourself out of that place of fear when it comes to money will improve your cognitive function basically. Your logic and decision-making skills around your finances will most likely improve once you're no longer motivated just by fear. All this to say, an emergency fund is a must have for everyone and it will especially benefit you if you're struggling with financial anxiety. So hopefully after listening all the way through this episode, you're feeling motivated and can do about changing your relationship around money and your financial situation. If you've been struggling with anxieties around money for what feels like forever, I want you to take away from this that there are ways to mitigate this fear and this feeling for yourself because you don't always have to feel like 
puking every time you think about your bank account or your credit card bill. First, you wanna create a financial management routine for yourself to stop the habit of only looking at your bank account when you're stressed, as well as to gain control over what you know comes into your bank account and what goes out. Second, there are ways that you can work on improving your relationship with money through money mindset work and practices. Just make sure you don't fall into the trap of only using money mindset work to try and improve your financial situation because it can be a very useful skill to add to your toolbox, but it's not the only one. And last but not least, my forever favorite, build an emergency fund for yourself. I truly believe that every single adult should have their own emergency fund themselves, not just some extra cash in your joint bank account, but a slush fund that will give you the power and autonomy over your own life and financial situation. Once you've achieved your emergency fund goal, you're actually going to be amazed by how the way that you feel about your money changes almost overnight. If you wanna learn more about any of these three tips, I've created more detailed lessons on each of them in the past, and I've linked all of these episodes that you might find helpful down in the description for this episode. So if you enjoyed this lesson today, please remember to subscribe, like, and comment because it is immensely helpful to me and getting this important information out there to other people. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Corey, and I can't wait to see you right back here next Monday with a brand new episode of The How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.